hair business, I went on YouTube and Google to find information just like you. But unfortunately, I found out there was way too much information. I had to make a logo, make a, a website, design business cards, go on social media. It was way too much information. I don't know about you, but when there's too much information for me, I end up just freezing and I don't do anything. I do better when there's a checklist, a guide, or even someone to tell me this is step one, this is step two, and so forth. For now, let's go straight to the things that you need to know to start a hair business. Number one, before you start ordering from vendors and wholesalers, before you make a logo, before you even go out and build a website, you have to be clear on one thing. Where do you see this business? Tomorrow or the next month or even the next year? Where do you see it? You have to be clear on this. I see so many people start a business, invest so much money and time, and then a month passes by, no sales, they end up giving up. You have to understand that a business is not built in one day. Rome was not built in one day. It is important to have realistic expectations, especially in the beginning. Pay attention to how you build your foundation. Never look at other people and think you will also get the same. You will get where they are overnight. It takes years. Also, some people may just not be showing you the real um, realistic image of their business. I had someone who decided to start a business because she saw someone else on Instagram with photos of FedEx boxes, you know, about to be shipped out. Not everything you see on Instagram is real. Set your own goals. It is good to have big dreams, but you also need to know that big dreams require a lot of work. Point number two, have a plan. And by this, I mean something written down. A checklist, a guide, a plan of some sort, a plan of some sort, which is written down. For whatever reason, thinking of writing a business plan, plan was scary for me. All I kept thinking was were the numbers. I was getting terrified, but I felt more comfortable calling it a strategy plan. So what I did was sit down and figure out what my strategy was for all areas of my business. Each week, I focused on one area. For example, the week I focused on marketing, I researched how to bring customers. Businesses fail not because they don't have products, they fail because there is no plan. As they say, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. <laughs> Sharpen your business skills, put things in place that will make you succeed before you even start. Once for me, once I did this, I was so confident that my business was going to work out. Which brings me to point number three, confidence. There is one thing you need as an entrepreneur. It is confidence. You have to believe in your business. People always say my family does not believe or support my business idea and then they end up being discouraged. If you're serious about your dream, you will not cry over your family not supporting you or over your friends not supporting you. The only person who knows what you're capable of doing is you. Some people have no confidence and so just because they can't do something, they will convince you too that you also can't do it. You have to listen to yourself. 
Also, sometimes people do not support you because they care and they do not want you to get hurt or to fail. If your family tells you not to start a business or they do not buy from you, ask them why. Ask them, why are you not support, supporting me? If they say you're not good at budgeting, you spend a lot of money, do not get upset. Or if they tell you something that is negative, you have to listen, take the advice and work on it. You will only make your business better. Sometimes the people that are close to us are the people that will actually tell us the truth. All need people like that. You have to be strong even before you start a business. Ask any entrepreneur if running a business is easy. It is not. Some days are super great and some days you will need something to motivate you to keep going. You will need to be strong and have people around you that can give you the confidence that you will succeed. Point number four, branding is important, but if you're getting stuck on choosing colors, do not worry because you're better off spending more time on figuring out your marketing. How are you going to bring customers and how are you going to keep those customers coming back? For my salon business, for example, I spent a long time coming up with a logo. I went as far as hiring a company to make my logo. I spent almost like $200. And each time they sent me a logo to review, I hated the logo. After going back and forth, I eventually just gave up. I decided to research logos and found out that most well-known brands in the beauty industry like MAC, L'Oreal, they all have simple font logos. Buy a custom font and just spell out your, your business name. That is what I ended up doing for my salon. It worked out just great. No one will come to your store and turn back because they do not like the colors or your logo. It is important, but not worth spending months and months on it. Point number five, do not get discouraged if you have no sales. If you know you have a good product, but no sales, then most likely it is marketing. There is always someone looking for your product. You can sell literally anything. The other day I saw someone selling garbage collected in New York City. If someone can do this, you too can sell anything. And believe me, the product that you're going to sell will be way much be better than garbage. When you have no sales, focus on your marketing strategy. You can't afford not to be on Instagram or Facebook if you have a business. Point number six, communication. Do not think having a fancy logo, gold tags and rings, business cards, a fancy website or fancy bottles is good enough to bring sales. Focus on how you're reaching your customers and how you're going to be communicating to them. I remember when I started my first business, I was giving away my business cards, leaving them in all kinds of places. I got no sales. I was stressed and just overwhelmed. I knew I had skipped a step in my business plan when one day I got an unexpected sale. I was having a conversation, simple conversation with a lady in a grocery store about food. As I was about to walk away, she said, by the way, I love your hair. Where can I get it? I made a sale right there and then. It is only then I realized relationships mattered. It was not just about the fancy glissy logo or boxes. It was about the customer. It was about having a genuine conversation and not a please buy my hair conversation every time. And point number seven, do not wait for people to find you. Go where your customers are, attend functions, make sure you wear the hair or use the product that you're going to sell. If you do set up a website, just know that you will have to do a lot of marketing 
for people to find you. Um, the one thing that has worked out for me is setting up stores in places like Amazon or Etsy where I know someone is there looking for my product and is ready to buy. Point number eight, make sure you put a markup of at least 50% on your product. It will be extremely hard for you to make any money, any profit, if all you're doing is adding $10 on your products after you get them at wholesale. That is not enough money to buy back new products or to even grow your business. You have to value your time and skill more than that. So if you're a cosmetologist, a hair blogger, a hair YouTuber, or you're just passionate about starting a beauty business, definitely go to my website in the description below, fearlessandresolute.com, for more information on how you can start a business with confidence.